Welcome to Season 11 of the Art of Teaching podcast. My name's Matthew Green, and I'm so grateful that you've joined me today. Before we get started with our discussion, I would like to acknowledge the Darawa people, the traditional custodians of this land on which I'm recording, and pay respect to Elders past, present and emerging. I acknowledge the stories, traditions and living cultures of Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples on this land. Welcome to this bite-sized episode of the Art of Teaching podcast. Today I thought I would share a discussion that I had a little while ago with the brilliant Dr. Catherine Attard. The full conversation will be linked in the show notes. I never saw myself as a maths person, and to be honest, I struggled all through high school. It wasn't until I was a university student sitting in Dr. Attard's class that I began to see myself as a mathematician. In this short snippet, we talked about the importance of pedagogical relationships in maths and bridging the gap between research and practice. I hope that you get as much out of this discussion as I did. Please enjoy. Why are pedagogical relationships so important in the mathematics classroom? And how can we as educators um, begin to build some of those pedagogical relationships? I I think um, it's easier for pedagogical relationships to develop in primary schools. I'll put that, um, I'll say that first, because we've got the same group of students in front of us day in and day out. They're really important because if we don't know our students as learners of mathematics, if we don't acknowledge what they bring to the classroom, if we don't have those deep conversations with them about themselves as learners of mathematics, then it's not possible to design teaching and learning activities that, or those pedagogical repertoires um, that fit that group of learners. Yeah. So, you know, every year we have a different group in front of us as primary teachers. Um, we can't be teaching in exactly the same way every year. So say we're a year three teacher and, you know, we've been teaching year three for 10 years. I would expect that every year I teach year three, it's going to be different because the students in front of me are different. So that's a pedagogical relationship. So we want our students to understand and feel that their teachers know them as individual learners. Um, If a student doesn't feel that someone cares about their learning and understands their needs, they're not going to engage. I mean, and that's exactly why I was disengaged when I was at high school. Um, my teacher didn't care. Yeah, like, not mine. yeah. Yeah. So, so that's the foundation of engagement. And if you think about it in a similar way to Maslow's hierarchy of needs, that basic foundation are those relationships. And without those, you can't, you can't design teaching and learning to fit your learners, it doesn't work. So you could have all the bells and whistles in the world, but if they're not pitched at the correct level or you know, in the way that they need to be for those particular students, then they're not gonna work. Yeah, absolutely. And, and you talked about, um, you mentioned briefly engagement. Uh, would you mind spending a bit of time uh, unpacking some of your amazing resources that you have? Um, uh, because I have, I've tried them uh, in my class. It's obviously your website is engagingmaths.com. The, the focus is on engagement for anyone that's wondering. Um, but would you mind spending a bit of time unpacking uh, what your goals are with that website and what you hope that teachers get and students get from it? Yeah, look, it's mainly aimed at, at 
educators, teachers, but I mean, I think I think um, the general public or parents would probably get a little bit out of it. Um, and so I basically, you know, when something starts to bother me or if I think about something that, you know, might be useful for teachers, I write a blog about it, I put activities up there. Um, I try and um, bridge that gap between research and practice. Yeah. Um, because, you know, everything I talk about is based on research, whether it's my own research or the research of others. It's not just, um, I'm not just pulling it out of thin air. Um, everything is evidence-based. Um, and so what I try and do is, is find the practical implications of my research and the research of others and say, here, this is what it looks like and what it could look like in your classroom. So my website's got a lot of activities on it, but I've also written books like the, the Thinker's Key book, um, yes. which is one of my favourites, yeah. where, um, you know, I've got some open-ended tasks that they promote critical and creative thinking in mathematics, and they're different to a, a typical mathematics task. Yeah. So, you know, it's surprising for kids because they feel a bit creative. It's a bit more fun. It's interesting, but it also makes them think really hard. And, you know, that's what engagement's all about, is that thinking hard and um, working hard and feeling good about doing and learning mathematics. So um, I'm, that's what I use the blog for. I mean, I don't, don't write on it as nearly as often as I uh, used to, um, but then there's quite a lot of posts up there that... Uh, don't need to be rewritten. You know what I mean? They, yeah. I think that some of them should be timeless. Absolutely. So, yeah. uh, one of your activities, um, which I remember uh, doing with my students, is planning a birthday party. Uh, uh, sorry, and, sorry, and, and, and yes, an end of a year birthday party or a class party. And um, I, I remember uh, posing the, the problem to the students. And, and about 45 minutes later, one student asked me, when are we going to start doing maths? And I said... <laughs> We are, we are doing maths. This is our maths lesson. And um, it was such a wonderful activity. And there are so many others, um, uh, so many other wonderful resources that you've created and ideas. But it's just incredibly simple, that use of mathematics in everyday life. It doesn't need to be a, an, an allocated time. It definitely doesn't need to come out of a textbook. It's something which is useful and rich. And then when I explained to the students that we were actually going to be planning a party at the end of the year, it was incredibly meaningful for them. And some of the work that they produced was uh, just incredible. We had these wonderful diagrams. We had discussions about, um, about division, how many pieces of cake we'd need for a class, a discussion about dietary requirements and healthy eating. And it was, it was wonderful. And the amount of it, that really, that was quite early on in my career. And it really opened my idea, uh, my eyes to the possibility and the richness of mathematics. And, um, there were so many uh, components or so many syllabus outcomes that we were able to, to address. It was really wonderful. And it, and I think one of the most meaningful things about, um, for me about your work is that maths, is everywhere and maths is this wonderfully diverse and rich subject and I I just wish my eyes had been open to that when I was in primary school and so my goal is to try and turn my uh, my, my poor experience in high school in mathematics to and uh, to be able to um, help my students see the wonder and the beauty in such an incredible subject so thank you so much for that your resources are really amazing and they're so useful which is great um you can actually use them with your class so really really wonderful thank you so much and um i'm actually thinking now how i can do more of them when we go back uh next term with our class so i will keep you posted thank you for taking the time to listen to the art of teaching podcast today 
I hope that you, like me, got some valuable insights out of our discussions. For show notes, please visit theartofteachingpodcast.com. And I've also created a private Facebook group where we continue the discussion there. The link will be in the show notes. Thanks again for listening and can't wait to see you for next week's episode. Thank you.